Twin Flames is a podcast created by best friends and twin flames, Chloe and Hillary, about personal development, shifting the perspective, and getting in touch with the best version of yourself. Chloe is a practicing eclectic witch, entrepreneur, and clairvoyant. Hillary is a mindfulness expert, happiness educator, and practicing therapist trainee. We combine our strengths and knowledge to bring you the best of what we've found has been helpful to us on our respective journeys. So, Chloe, have you seen the, it's one of those new movies on Netflix, new-ish, uh, Bandersnatch? No, but that sounds like a hilarious name. <laughs> like, I don't know, when I think of Snatch, I just instantly go to women genitalia. <laughs> you know? I love your mind. It's amazing. <laughs> it is not Thank that. You. <laughs> um, so Or like Bend and Snap. Bandersnatch, Bend and Snap. Oh. Legally Blonde? I've, of course it's Legally Blonde. Oh, okay, like, I was like, please course. tell me you understand this reference or who are you? Of course, <laughs> that was an interesting movie. Um, Bandersnatch is nothing like that. Not at all. <laughs> I think the Bandersnatch, um, if I remember correctly, it was like a character in Alice in Wonderland, like the book? I can't say oh, for sure, I didn't read though. the book, so I wouldn't know. I can't say for sure, or maybe it was a book. You know what? I'm taking guesses here. I don't know. But I do know that the movie on Netflix, uh, do you remember those books when we were kids that you like pick your own adventure? And it's like, yes. if you want him to open the door, go to page 40 and like shit like that. <laughs> I think my husband actually mentioned this to me. I For some reason, I feel like he told me it was a YouTube series, but I guess it's not. It's a Netflix thing. Interesting. My brain remembers things wrong, so it <laughs> probably is the Netflix thing. All of our brains do that. It's fine. And I'm sure when he listens to this, he's going to be like, yeah, Chloe, I told you, you don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's saying it right now. <laughs> I'm going to laugh if you text me in like a week and are like, hey, I got this text from Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this movie so me and my boyfriend watched it a little while back and i gotta say i got some strong feelings now i don't like spoiling things so like no spoilers in oh. this at all okay no worries um all i'll say is <laughs> there are some choices in the movie that will lead you to a dead end which oh. means that you necessarily have to go back in the story and pick different choices. And I mean, that's kind of a brilliant marketing technique if you think about it, because you're going to spend more time watching their shit. It's true. It's true. But I was kind of put off by that because to me, when you say, oh, it's a choose your own adventure story, I expect that I actually get to choose my own adventure. And it didn't feel like that exactly. you know as far as i could tell there was one ending to the story um and there was kind of a set way that it's meant to go but there were choices that you could make and i i, I don't know if anyone else got a different result from the story but we actually kept being kind of forced to go back and choose different things oh that sucks i was kind of i was really displeased with that and i felt like they could have done i think the problem was i got really excited when I heard about this and I was like, what? Choose your what own adventure cool movie? Like, fuck yeah, I am in. And so I was really like, I amped it up in my mind and it was Black Mirror. Like it was Black Mirror's <gasps> Bandersnatch. Oh, shit. And so I so had you know high that shit expectations, was nuts. right? Yeah, Black Mirror is 
that show whoa right (laughs) and so i like in my mind i think i had blown it up to be like oh my god this is gonna be amazing it's gonna be so cool we get to choose the ending like and it didn't live up to it and i was kind of disappointed damn it that sucks i know honestly i feel like i'm still probably gonna watch it especially now that you've talked about it like don't get me (laughs) wrong i will i will definitely i'm glad that i know that going in though because i find that when there's something disappointing i'm that person that i would rather know like yeah Especially if a movie ends in a disappointing way or, like, somebody dies that's a major character or, like, I prefer to be told beforehand. Yeah, definitely. Like, don't just bring me in and then show me that Bambi dies at the end. That's rude. Right? You know? Like, it's, um... It's kind of like Wait, when, Bambi doesn't die. It's his mom. Nah, Sorry, his Reference. mom in the beginning, and that shit's sad. That is, yeah, that <laughs> shit's real sad. Sorry, I brought that shit in here. <laughs> and if you haven't seen Bambi yet, we're sorry we ruined it for you, but like you should have seen Bambi also, don't by now. Watch it. That's a terrible movie. It's so it's sad. sad. It's it's up there with Fox and the Hound. Like sad and Dumbo. Movies. Fuck Dumbo. Oh, so sad. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. I don't know. I just thought Bandersnatch was like such a cool concept and I felt like they could have executed it so much better. That sucks. Right? Anyway, that was just on my mind. <laughs> Has no relation to what we're talking about today. Like, no, at all. but that's okay because <laughs> I really wanted to hear about it. So that's good. I'm glad that I got an opinion of someone that I trust. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I just feel like we're very compatible. And even though you can watch shit that is way scarier than I can handle. Yeah. Um, other than that, I feel like, I don't know, we like a lot of the same things. I feel True. like the stuff that you show me, maybe aside from this, is like, it's always stuff to grow me. Hillary is a grower. I just like, like that. Also, <laughs> like, why did the phrase grower, not a shower come into mind? And same, I was like, damn it, my same. brain. Like- and I didn't say it because I was like, ooh, that seems, you know what, though? On another eighth side story, I was having the conversation with my husband this week so many times where and I maybe I just need to read Witch again, man, the book by Lisa Lister. Oh, I because love that book. every single thing I was like, Andrew, why do men relate everything on the planet back to themselves or their penis? <laughs> like everything though. <laughs> even things that have to do with women and nothing to do with them. And I'm like, dude, wow. Look at Freud. Wow. Like literally oh, yeah. Freud's whole was, thing was like everything is related to sex and and boys want to sleep with their mothers and like all of this like literally any dreams he interpreted he'd be like oh you're running toward a forest well that represents penises like what are you yes i know he was the one that was with the concept with ties like a male tie the reason it's got a point at the end is because it points to the penis (laughs) like everything about freud i only took one psychology class in high school and it was with a teacher i didn't really appreciate Mm -hmm. but that was something we did study was freud and he was was interesting like i will say in my master's program some of his work has been reframed in a way that i can actually like stomach but when i first learned about freud i was like dude what is your weird preoccupation (laughs) with sex all the time (laughs) i don't know but that's a whole other conversation i just Maybe he was just a really horny man. I think he, you know, I think he had his own issues. Oftentimes um, when people gravitate toward psychology, it's because you want to figure out something about yourself. And so I often wonder um, 
I wonder what he was trying to sort out, and maybe his theories were a reflection of what he was dealing with, not necessarily what others were, though he projected it onto others. So, yeah, I got some thoughts. I don't know. Interesting dude. Weird dude. Makes sense, though. I mean, aren't we all always projecting to a degree? Oh my god, all the fucking time. And Dude, I feel like we could do a whole episode just on projecting. We legitimately <laughs> could, and maybe will, because it's yes. worth talking about, I think. Yes. Like, Oh my god, yes. Right? It's changed my whole way of communicating with anyone. Anyway. I agree. Very sidetracked. We are talking about other things today. Okay. Chloe, what are we talking about? So today we are talking about coming into alignment with yourself. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love this. This is so good. Um, I'm pretty stoked. So, you know, we we have a typical format here. Number one, what the fuck does it mean? Like, let's get a general definition going. Um, to me, when I think about, we, we kind of talked about how it's it's hard to describe this. Yes. We did try to look up definitions as we normally do. And there was just no, especially because we're talking about self alignment and not just like a car alignment, you know, like it's not the, that kind of definition. Exactly. (laughs) So it's kind of, um, kind of abstract. It's like, like when I think of coming into alignment, I think like you want to evaluate what your values are. Um, your values and your ethics and things of that nature. And then it's a matter of um, working to live in a way that lines up with those values. Exactly. Still kind of hard to describe only because like, I will say for me, there's, there's an energetic sense to it that I don't think can easily be put into words. I agree with that, but we're going to try to help you today. We are. We're going to try our best. (laughs) As as we always do, we always strive to give you the best. Absolutely. I think that actually says that in our intro. Probably. And if it doesn't, I think it's implied. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) Um, But with defining that, I think the main things we want to go into today, we want to talk about the chakras or chakras, excuse me. Uh, the chakra system, we're going to talk a little bit about crystals, mm-hmm. crystal healing, and we're going to talk a little bit, I believe, about... Uh, meditation and yoga. Yes, yes. All the things that we love, basically. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think before we jump into anything that we are going to talk about that, because there might be some essential oil stuff in here, mm-hmm. potential, that we're not doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't tell you to replace this stuff with normal medicine, mm-hmm. you know, so don't like talk to your doctor if you think certain parts of this are right for you or not. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Don't think that you're just gonna make your issues disappear without the proper care and attention and potentially medicine. Absolutely. And I do think that like, I mean, I see value in both um, natural medicine, Western medicine, Eastern medicine. I think they're all used for different things at different times for different people. Um, I I don't think either of us in any way want to dissuade someone from utilizing any form of medicine when something doesn't feel right. You know, don't cut yourself off from any resources at all. I agree. Especially because the results, like, 
Chloe, you told me a story that is like the results can be dire, you know, not in every case, but they can be really fucking extreme if you just cut yourself off from one type of healing. Yeah. Yeah. Short end of that morbid ass story. There was a couple that they didn't want to take their baby into the hospital for whatever reason. Child needed medical attention. This was like an infant, by the Mm -hmm. way. It's like an infant child. And instead, they were trying natural remedies, and they were giving her, like, kale extract, and this baby died. Mm -hmm. And they ended up facing charges, and I believe ended up going to jail for this. So, and Which is not to say, and this is where it's, like, a balance, right? Because it's not reject all Western medicine. It's not reject all Eastern medicine. It's not reject all of anything, really. Because in that case, Western medicine probably could have saved that baby. In other cases, yeah. Eastern medicine or more holistic approaches might be better for someone. But there's no way to know for sure unless you do your research, you get some advice, talk to experts. It's a person by person. It really is. Like, And what works for one person maybe wouldn't work for somebody else. Absolutely. So, so please, like... Please don't take any of our recommendations or insights as a direction to ignore, like, necessary medicine and treatment. Yeah. Yeah. And even if we don't, like, originally I think we were going to be a little more heavy-handed with essential oils. And even if that doesn't get super brought up, a lot of this stuff I feel like could even pertain in that same realm. Yeah. So we just want you guys to take care of yourselves for the best for yourself. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. The best that you can for yourself. Yes. So. Promoting health, always. <laughs> yes, always, always, always. Um, but in knowing that, Hillary, why don't you tell us some of your experiences with some of this stuff? Absolutely. Um, so my experiences, uh, I have a strong felt sense of them, but it's harder to put into words. So I apologize if this is... Um, a little more vague than people are looking for. Though I do believe Chloe will be more uh, detailed in her story, most likely. Um, so for me, I and I believe on the podcast I've talked before about how there was a period of time in my life where I didn't feel like I was um, essentially in alignment at all. Uh, I was living and um, expressing myself in a way that was not true to my core values and who I was. Um, And through a lot of personal work, I I was able to get in touch with the deeper parts of myself and to express that authentically. Um, And I do think that this is a constant journey, personally. Oh, most definitely. Like, especially especially if the first part of your life, or in this case, my life, was spent... Um, not living authentically, it kind of becomes a habit to not live authentically. And so it takes a long time and a lot of work to adjust that. Um, So it's an ongoing process. I'm by no means perfect. Uh, But I will say that at this point, I live my life far more in line with my values, far more authentically. Um, And the interesting part is that when I wasn't living this way, when I was living in a way so that I was, I was kind of living in the sense of um, how am I expected to live? What should this look like? What do people want to hear from me? What do people want to see from me? And when I did that, honest to God, I was sick. I mean, like physically ill. I was 
I was overwhelmed emotionally, mentally, and physically, and it would manifest in all kinds of ways. I'm talking like things from, um, there was the occasional panic attack or, um, physical pains, uh, consistently chronic pain all the time. Um, and just a lot of other things that just didn't feel quite right. And I mean, I could go on and on about how terrible I felt at that time, but That's not necessarily the point. The point is that because things weren't aligned in myself, I was truly physically, mentally, emotionally ill. And I lived that way for a long time because to me, that was my norm. I didn't know anything else. And then I started, um, (laughs) I started doing meditation and yoga and taking time for being creative and being in nature and like there's there's a lot of different things that I started doing because I realized it kind of touched on an internal source inside myself that I hadn't um attended to before it it felt right you know it felt better um and through doing those things particularly and I will say creativity and nature are like in a way, they're like my gods. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, if we want to put we that stand. label on it, you know, <laughs> um, which is only to say that they serve an important function in my life and help guide me. Um, but meditation and yoga were really helpful in me getting in touch with deeper parts of myself and allowing them and accepting them and... um beginning to reevaluate how I had been living and to make a long story short um it completely changed my life completely and now I can confidently say that and this is like a strange phrase because it sounds kind of like duh but I can confidently say I am me I don't know yes. if that makes sense <laughs> oh, I love that but I didn't feel like I was me before And I will also say that back then, everything was harder. Every single thing in life was harder. And now, I mean, you know, life is still hard. Don't get me wrong. But it feels easier. It feels like energy is flowing more freely. It feels like energy is flowing um, more naturally. And I don't know any other way to say that because it's such a... It's a felt experience. It's something that's really, like I said, it's hard to put words to, um, but it does feel like my energy flow is more natural and consistent. And because of that, everything around me seems to flow more easily, the more in line I am with my values, I guess. Yeah. It's really hard to explain. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're doing a good job. Well, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I mean that was relatively vague, but that's the best that I can explain my experience <laughs> with this. What about you, Chloe? Um, uh, I always think I'm three deep, five me. Which for all of you plebs, that's not too deep for me. Three deep, five me. Um, <laughs> that's how deep Hillary's apparently a pleb. <laughs> I am. I was like, what are you saying? Three deep, five me. I feel like we're going to have to say that now. That's so cute. Uh, I'm always a three deep, five me kind of person. So (laughs) 
I feel like I have a lot of things to say, but some of it I do kind of feel like has to be more vague just because there are some like personal issues, obviously, that are attached to a lot of my experiences. And I'm never trying to pull other people from my life into it or totally. what have you. My experience is my own mm. um, and my account isn't always going to be what other people experience. So everything's perception. Um, that makes sense. Exactly. But I will say this kind of in the same line with Hillary. I have a couple of things to say. Um, I will agree that I kind of have a very similar things just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I've talked about this multiple times. I was raised Mormon. Nothing wrong with being Mormon. If that's your thing. That's great. Super happy for you. For me personally, it did not meet any of my core values. Mm-hmm. And for my life, I lived a lie until I was about 20. Mm-hmm. And I was okay doing it because it was what was expected and what was kind of praised around me. But once I finally realized that this was not what I wanted and it had like literally everything inside of me of who I wanted to be authentically went completely against the grain. Mm-hmm. And so it was really heartbreaking and kind of a huge earth shattering experience to walk away from that. Absolutely. It's like finding out that for your own personal self that like Santa Claus isn't real. Mm-hmm. Like it's like being told this thing your whole life that you thought was real for you and then coming to terms with the fact that it's actually not. Yeah. And so there was definitely a really big transitional point. And I don't know if it was like this for you or not, Hillary, but there was a really big transitional point where it was really painful. Oh, my God. Me. Absolutely. I think any change has a sort of pain. Yeah. You're, you're dismantling what was in order to create something new. And I think the part that was... I mean, it was painful on both sides because it was painful that, you know, we say... Um, And I know we've mentioned this before, that change only happens when the pain of staying the same hurts more than the change. Mm -hmm. And that was really what it had to come to, Mm -hmm. was the pain of staying the same was too much for me to carry anymore. And so then I had to go through the painful process of going in the other direction. And once I got started and really made like, it took a couple of years, I'm not going to lie, it took a while. But I would say around like 23 probably is when it really, and I'm 27 now, is when I really started to actually feel better. So it took about three years Mm -hmm. of kind of dismantling that part of my life. And even now I still learn new things constantly. And Hillary is such a damn gracious friend. She was just there (laughs) for me the whole time and never cast any judgment or said any shit to me. She was just like, you know what? Chloe's doing her. We're flowers standing together. I don't look at her flower and be like, bitch, why aren't you growing? And we just let the other person grow. So, That's right. um, so I do feel that was a huge thing in getting in with my own values. And I, I had to go in because I was given kind of a template of values from others mm-hmm. and I had to go in and say, okay, I don't have this template anymore. What do I actually believe? Mm-hmm. And that is what I mean when I say it's been continuous. And I think I'll still pick up new beliefs as I go, even from now, mm-hmm. but I had to kind of cultivate an entirely new belief system for myself that resonated and made me feel personally, again, this is just for me, I have to have a spiritual component to my life. I feel miserable if I don't have one. And that doesn't mean organized religion. That doesn't mean, you know, it could be whatever you want. And for me, that was how it needed to be. I needed something more free form that I could actually participate in and feel spiritually connected to myself and to the earth and my surroundings. So 
that was probably like the biggest thing that kind of put me back into alignment. Mm-hmm. But that was just with a lot of study and research and less of the natural stuff, believe it or not. Interesting. And only over the last like, I'm going to say like year and a half really like I've known about a lot of things for a long time and I'd put essential oils in my house and be like oh these smell so good so like that's nice or you know I would do yoga because it sounded like the trendy thing to do but then I would do it and I would feel good and I would pick up on these things but I would just never really be like oh this is obviously something that connects me let me let me bring that in let me reel it in and put it as part of my practice but I think what really sealed the deal was becoming a witch. <laughs> and I I can't recommend this enough. We will put it in the description. Um, I know we've talked about it. The book, Witch by Lisa Lister, was what changed my entire perspective so on good. witchcraft. And it she just puts it into such simple terms and takes the demonization completely out of it. Yeah. And is like, actually, this is what it's like. And society has it all wrong. And here's why. And here's the historical facts mm-hmm. behind it. And here's what we actually do. And it's very much connected with nature yeah. and very much connected with yourself and what resonates and what doesn't. And I think that was really where where the change happened and what's funny hillary is i feel like you and i started talking right around that same time that's so interesting (laughs) which which, don't get me wrong we've always talked oh yeah hillary and i we've just kind of circled in and out of each other's lives absolutely and there was never really a consistent until that point and eight side stories that's a part of being a twin flame with someone until you're ready to come together you're gonna keep doing that that's so, so cool i love. I that. feel like i had to get to a certain place and so did you before it was gonna happen i think i was lagging a little bit right and i also like i'm also hearing um a level of unconscious activity too like like with us connecting i feel like there was unconsciously something going on where we were connecting um just right at the right time but even going back to like how you said that you were doing things um that like you would do them because maybe they were trendy or you know looked good uh and you would notice that you felt good but you weren't doing it for that purpose exactly like that to me sounds like such a cool way that the unconscious works it's like you're being pulled towards something for a reason and you might not know what that reason is but you're still going toward it exactly and so it wasn't until i decided to become a witch that i feel like that was really the biggest kind of solidifying factor it kind of it was like it took all the pieces of things that i already kind of knew (laughs) and gave it to me in a beautiful book and i was like Oh, shit. (laughs) I love it. And I became so much more intentional with everything I was doing. I started doing things for the right reason and because they resonated. And it took time even from there. And I feel like only now in my life do I actually feel that same energetic pull that Hillary's talking about. I feel that I can tell when something's not working. I can tell when something doesn't align with me. I can tell when I'm not living authentically the way that I should be. Um, It's a feeling. It's a feeling and it feels like energy flows, but it just stops somewhere. And this is the second thing I wanted to talk about. Little less of a story. Well, it's a story, but less long winded. (laughs) Um, 
something that with the chakra system, I have not really done a whole lot of work with them, surprisingly, but I feel like I know a whole lot of shit for somebody who doesn't. (laughs) Uh, But only recently have I gotten more into collecting the right crystals for crystal healing. And um, I can go over some of those in a little bit. But Only recently have I started to pay attention to that. And okay, where does the energy feel like it's coming into me? And where does it feel like it just stops? Mm. And when you become aware, it's a lot easier to point out. And for both me and my husband, interestingly enough, we both were feeling a block right underneath the like rib cage ish Mm -hmm. area. And that's right where the solar plexus chakra is located. Mm. So both of us, what's funny is I was telling you, Hillary, that I didn't feel like it unblocked itself until my husband gave me my citrine back, which is the one that corresponds. It's a crystal that corresponds to your solar plexus. Mm -hmm. And he had had it for the same purpose. And he told me, I feel better now. And so he gave it back. That's so cool. (laughs) And so that's like, to me, I don't know, just kind of a a little one-off story that... I feel like with chakras, I, I feel like I have no doubt now <laughs> that they actually are important and we should be trying to keep them in alignment mm-hmm. and well, I also making think sure that, that everything like, feels good. I mean, the chakra system has been around for a long fucking time. Yes. And personally, my belief is that if something has survived, um, I believe it's been around thousands of years. I, I can't say for sure. I'd have to look it up. Um, but if something's been around for hundreds or thousands of years, my belief is there's a reason, you know, especially things that have been around for like thousands of years, like Ayurveda has been around for like 5,000 years. Yeah. And if you think about it, it's like, okay, back in the day, long ass time ago, things would only stick around and be passed on if they were actually, you know, efficacious, if they actually worked, if they were helpful and people would transmit things orally before they had the written word and so it would have to be something that actually was helpful to be passed on for it to survive for hundreds or thousands of years to me says why not look at it it's clearly helped people otherwise it wouldn't still be around so you're not wrong why not give it a shot right (laughs) um so i love that uh Right. And like I said, that's a recent thing. So I'm still very much learning and picking up new things. And I honestly feel like this current present, like even just the last couple of weeks is probably the most I have felt aligned. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I don't want to say in my entire life, because I'm sure there have been other moments that maybe have felt similar, but it's, I wasn't intentional with it. This is the first time that I've felt it and been intentional and I could recognize, oh, I feel super awesome. Mm -hmm. Like everything feels like it's really lining up perfectly right now. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm living very authentically and I'm taking care of myself, but I'm, I'm, it's a balancing act. I feel very balanced. Yes, <sighs> it really is a balancing act. That's such a good point. It really, really is. Um, and I mean, that's what's cool is that there's these external tools to use to help with the internal alignment, you know? Yeah. And to find that balance, which is just fucking awesome. And I know that you and I use or have used different tools. Like I had never heard of using, um, of matching crystals up with the chakras, chakras, sorry. Never heard of that. I hadn't. 
No. Like until to like today, like, you were today until old. Today, I was today old when I learned about that what? from your face. That hole. surprises that. <laughs> That really surprises me. It surprised me too. I was like, how the fuck have I not heard of this? <laughs> but that's what's so cool is like, I don't know. I feel like everyone, and this is a constant theme in our podcast. Everyone has their own way. I love it. Because I was definitely more drawn to like, um, like meditation and yoga was my thing. Yeah. For sure. I have to share homework when we get there for you specifically and everyone else. <laughs> Something that I really think you're going to like. Ooh, yay. Um, yeah, meditation and yoga. You know what re- What I find really cool about yoga is it's literally a practice in aligning the different parts of yourself because yes. you have to move with the breath. And that means you have to focus on the movement and the breath. And if you're really focusing on your movement and your breath, there's not shit left to focus on. Like, there really isn't. uh -uh. And you know what? With yoga, sorry, I don't know why I got all ASMR about it. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) ASMR moment, it's fine. Um, (laughs) I feel like just tapping on the microphone now. (laughs) I'm so happy you know what that is. Well, I watched I feel like that so many episode of like, like follow the this. Fuck is that? that was what got oh, me. Nice, I was like, nice. oh, what is this? <laughs> um, shit, I forgot. What I'm I was sorry. Get <laughs> so <laughs> sidetracked. Shit. Um, oh, with yoga. Oh, with breathing. Yes. Yeah. I didn't start even doing that. Like, I took a yoga class mm-hmm. in college, and I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that it was, like, more – even. I would say it's more about the breath than the moving. It really is. It really is. And I only realized maybe in the last, like, two months that, like, the breath is the most important part. And if yes. you are feeling into all of the movements and breathing the way that you're supposed to, there really is not room for anything else. Like It's really true. If you have a hard time meditating, do some yoga. It's true, <laughs> though. And, you know, I think the reason that – because I don't think you're alone in not uh, registering that, like, the breath is the most important part. And I think that's because uh, particularly – I can't speak for anywhere else around the world, but I know here in the U.S., yoga has been co-opted and made into an exercise movement, and that's not what it is. Exactly. And, like, I get it. If you want to use yoga for exercise, that's cool. Just know what you're getting into. Know that it's not intended for that purpose originally. You can benefit physically from doing it. That's fantastic. But if you're wanting something deeper, then don't just focus on, like, executing the moves. Like... That's fine. And see, but... and that's where I was. Yeah. And that's how I used to treat all forms of exercise, mm-hmm. quote unquote, because yoga, I agree, is not exercise unless you're doing power yoga. Exactly. I feel like that's different. And I think you should go into that with like the mentality of, oh, this is why I'm here. You know? Yes. Like, don't expect something yes. spiritual from power yoga necessarily. No. You might get I it mean, if you have a good called... teacher. Yeah. And if you're really I was focusing gonna say, on the breath. Maybe. Totally. You can make it spiritual. You can make it like really connective. But if you're just going in with the mentality of I'm going to power through and I'm going to get six pack abs, like that's your prerogative and that's cool. But just know what you're getting into. You know, I agree. Um, but I found yoga. Also, really if you ex- Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I was going to say if you're working out on the side too, like general advice, I suppose, it's going to make your yoga practice 
more intense in a good way mm-hmm. because you'll be able to get yourself into more like I can't do handstands right now and it's not for a lack of arm strength because I can do push-ups like a boss <laughs> um which I did not used to be able to do tooting my own horn Hell yeah. um but it's a lot about core strength yeah so if you're doing like if that's what you're looking for is all these like in in the words of two weeks notice sandra bullock if you're trying to become a bobcat twisty pretzel <laughs> know that that is not the reality <laughs> Ooh, also what a cool metaphor that like yoga is all about your core you know like if we're talking about yes, i mean i yes. get core like abs but also your core like your soul like the part that's really deep within Hell you yeah and i truly feel that it, yeah it's about both like i really do feel that um and I'll, I'll gotta say that that concentration part of like fuck there's no way that i can hold warrior one and focus on pulling my tailbone down and keeping my belly button drawing in and upward and keeping my shoulders relaxed and breathing with any movement like there's no way i could think of anything else like, no fucking way. <laughs> Which kind of forces you into the present moment and forces you into your body. It does. Which, to me, I needed. I needed to have time for meditation and yoga. I needed to have time and space where I was forced to just be with me. No music, yes. no shows, no anything else. Yes. Just me getting in touch with myself, physically, mentally, and emotionally. That's what helped me coming into alignment is simply noticing the parts of myself allowing it to be creating the space for that and then being able to go from there because i didn't know who i was at first and i needed to find that before i could come into alignment how can you come into alignment with something you don't know exactly ah love it I just love us. I feel like we learn off of each other as we speak, too. Like, sometimes we're learning shit while we're podcasting. Yeah, I didn't think of that core shit until we were talking. And it's like, oh, that blew my mind, Chloe. (laughs) Also, Hillary and I look at each other's faces because we, like, we don't FaceTime. We use Discord, but same thing. Discord's the Um, best. While we record these. So sometimes you won't see our, like, facial expressions, obviously, (laughs) or how we're reacting yeah it's a whole thing yeah, but we do and then we're like what what's what's that look like what what's that mean <laughs> <laughs> we should just we should just start in the middle hillary making like dumb faces at each other <laughs> and then we'll just start laughing like what the fuck are you laughing about i feel like that's what would happen though now i want to do that just wait till next episode there's going to be an awkward pause and then laughter <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna know that's what that shit was about <laughs> that's amazing um anyway yeah my tools were definitely more meditation and yoga that's what helped me a lot so is it time for homework well i want to check in because this whole chakra and crystal thing is fucking cool and i'm totally learning about it and i want to see like was there anything else that you wanted to share about that that experience specifically no but for homework that's all i wanted to talk about oh then yes so. homework time homework time <laughs> okay <laughs> so um i do want to give a little bit of an explanation and and i do think i would like to put some resources down below for you guys even if they're just a couple of images in case you want to refer back to these 
from what I'm going to go through with y'all's. Mm-hmm. But basically, um, let me actually grab the freaking chakra picture. Actually, it might even be, I keep calling them chakras mm-hmm. because I'm such a basic person and I'm so American it hurts sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so American it hurts. I'm so sorry. I'm so American <laughs> that it hurts sometimes. I fucking understand that phrase so damn well. <laughs> um, so Hillary is more familiar with how to pronounce like the actual names for these Mm. so i don't know how we're gonna explain these to you because i have a different like mine to me is a little bit more simplified hillary's is like the actual and i can just jump in with the names of them because that's that's all i got is how to pronounce them (laughs) and i hope that i do it justice like if (laughs) i get these wrong please forgive me I'm sorry. It's been a couple yeah, years. We're, we're trying. We're trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> we're just American. Leave us alone. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do okay. It. Okay. So um we'll start at the the root chakra. So this is actually gonna be located in your body around your tailbone, which I was really surprised to learn that because all the rest of them like you can kind of pinpoint them more from the front of you. Mm. And this is the one that, which like you can still do that, but it makes more sense to be like, oh yeah, tailbone, cool. Mm-hmm. So the root chakra, chakra, see there I went again, so American it hurts. <laughs> the root chakra is all about basic trust. And so this is the chakra that everything is kind of built on for you. And if this one's not in alignment, all the other ones are not going to be feeling it. Mm. Um, so Please, Hillary, enlighten us with how to actually <laughs> pronounce this one. Assuming that I'm getting these right, it's uh, the Muladhara Chakra. Sorry, Chakra. Muladhara. <laughs> Look. So American, it hurts. <laughs> um, I love how, I love it. Hillary, you should just take a foreign language and whisper sweet nothings into my ear. Fucking love all languages except English. <laughs> I think that's because that's all we really know. I know. It just sounds boring, but everything else sounds cool as fuck. Right? (laughs) Right? Um, Okay. So, like I said, that one, it's going to be, it's going to not, if if your root chakra is blocked, it's going to block the rest of them from receiving energy. Mm -hmm. And when I say this, they're kind of located all in a straight line Mm -hmm. from your tailbone up through your crown of your head. So... I probably should have said that starting out. I'm sorry. (laughs) So when any one of them is blocked, whatever you move from the tailbone up. So whatever is above that is not going to be feeling the flow of energy internally for you. So that's basically what the, the root chakra is about. Let's move into the sacral chakra and. Oh, it's the Svaristana. Svaristana chakra. And this one is all about sexuality and creativity. And something I'm actually finding really interesting, there are also colors associated with these. So Mm -hmm. the root chakra is usually red. Um, The sacral chakra is orange. Mm -hmm. And we can even relate this a little bit to tarot because, um, and candle magic. And weirdly, I can relate them to Maslow's hierarchy of needs in a strange way too. Like there's a lot of associations here. There's a lot of shit in my opinion built off of this system. Absolutely. Whether they know it or not. Whether they know it or not. Um, but I feel like orange specific, 
excuse me, specifically really correlates to especially creativity, mm. um, like in candle magic That's specifically, true, like does. orange you would light for like creative boost. Mm. So, um, and that one pretty self-explanatory. It's, it's located, it, it's located, I want to say it's like right where the pubic bone sits. That sounds right. It's like right there. So again, sexuality obviously, because <laughs> it's right there, and creativity. So this is where your creativity is going to flow from. And I wish that I had something to tell you more about the root chakra to, like, help you unblock it. But if we kind of go backwards there, I can tell you about crystals for them. I feel like each one I'm going too fast. I need to slow it down. That's all right. Um, so with the root chakra, there is a few that you can use crystal-wise. There's red jasper, snowflake obsidian, and honestly, I really believe that sunstone helps too. Um, that's just the one that I use. And when I talk about using crystals, this is a very in-depth process, so I'm really going to give you the cliff notes version. Um, what I practice is if something feels blocked energetically, I will line up crystals on my body <laughs> without like laying down on my yoga mat. I will line them up on my body and stop like, so let's say that my uh, sacral chakra is blocked. I would put down one for my root chakra and then I would put one down for the sacral chakra and then kind of stop there and just feel into the energy, you mm -hmm. know. Um, even if that means trying to collect it from somewhere, like I like to envision roots. This might sound weird to anybody who doesn't practice this, but trust me, I will imagine roots growing up from the core of the earth mm. that are like white light and they just kind of grow into me. And I'll take that energy internally into my body and let it kind of circulate by that sacral chakra. Mm. And then when I feel like it feels better, you can also envision this like your chakras are flowers and, mm. and envision them opening or blooming. That really helps too. So that's what I mean when I say blocked. Like there are ways to go about opening them. You could also go see a Reiki specialist. I was that just would be thinking good too. that. I was like, yeah, that's what they do in Reiki. <laughs> like if you feel like you can't do it, you could go and see somebody. Reiki is awesome. Mm -hmm. And to unblock the sacral chakra with crystals, the best ones are going to be orange calcite, moonstone, and carnelian. Mm. Um, honestly, you could also think about crystals in terms of the colors. If you have a red crystal, use that for the, the root chakra. If you have an orange crystal, oh. use it for the sacral chakra. So that's I kind of how we're correlating it. the crystals. I mean, there are always specifics that are going to correlate. But the colors will work, too. Do what feels good. Wow. <laughs> Hillary's faces right now are the best. I get it. <laughs> oh. um, so moving into the solar plexus chakra or... Manipura. This one's like my favorite, which ironically is weird because it's the one that's always the most blocked for me. <laughs> uh, and this one is yellow and it is all about wisdom, personal power, confidence, um, and to me, self-fulfillment. And I even think you could put authenticity here too. Mm. Um, I do feel like authenticity fits in a couple of them, but sure. I feel like your authenticity really, really culminates right here. And it's located... 
I would say below the ribs, but above the belly button. Mm -hmm. So somewhere in that region, this is the one that I feel it Mm -hmm. when there is something that's not okay. Um, And it's like I said, it's the one for me that's most often blocked. So I have to do a lot of work with that. And crystals you can use. My personal favorite is always going to be citrine because that's my favorite crystal next to rose quartz. And tiger's eye and yellow jasper. Again, correlate the the yellow crystals and you'll be fine all right so moving now into the heart chakra so real quick (gasps) oh sorry i'm just noticing well i feel like i saw this before but if you forget the color of each of the chakras and you're looking for stones just remember the rainbow and work your way from the bottom up well, specifically remember Roy G. Biv. Yes, exactly. You're right, because there is indigo <laughs> violet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So think about Roy G. Biv, which if you've never heard that term, <laughs> um, it just it's the first letter of red, red orange, orange, yellow, yellow green. green blue, indigo violet. <laughs> indigo violet, which that song doesn't really work no, it for really it because doesn't. we we sleep on indigo for some I reason know. and violet. We just call them purple. It's so weird. Which is but real dumb. Anyway, just it hit me that like if you don't have a chart in front of you and you're at a crystal shop, you can just kind of go, oh, wait, okay, well, from the bottom up, like yeah, red, exactly. orange, yellow, and that would be really helpful. And a lot of crystal shops, at least ones that I have local to me, will carry chakra sets that they put together themselves. Lovely. You could just like buy a cool little bag and you'll have everything you need. Oh, that's fantastic. Anyway, oh my God, completely Hillary, got When sidetracked. you come visit, we're going to that crystal shop. Obviously. <laughs> Um, eight side stories. Hillary and I actually have matching crystals that we got last time we were together, and we totally use them to intention set. It's true. <laughs> um, um, so the heart chakra. Yes, the heart chakra is all about love healing, and it is also referred to as Anahata. Oh, such a cool ah, dude. Sorry, I Sanskrit love is cool as fuck. I believe they're all Sanskrit in Sanskrit. Is cool. yeah, yeah, they are. Um, so this is all about love healing and this is for yourself. Maybe if you, this is the chakra that I personally work with. If I'm feeling anger towards other people, I find that it helps the most in releasing that anger. I think it was in our last podcast episode or the one previous to it. Um, do you remember which Hillary where I talked about the cherry quartz crystals? Oh, that's a really good question. Well, apologies. I don't don't know if I could tell you which one. So just listen to them all, obviously. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I, cherry quartz, even though it's not a green, because the heart chakra is green, um, even though it's not green, that would work here because it's about releasing anger. So even if you know some of the meanings to crystals, you can kind of cultivate your own, Mm. you know? So cherry quartz is going to work really well here. If you're harboring a lot of anger, that's where it's going to be stored most of the time, especially if it's with somebody you love. It's like a choose your own adventure crystal chakra thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it is. (laughs) Um, Typically, the crystals you're going to want to work with are moss, agate, rose quartz, my personal favorites, and adventuring is really great, too. That's the one I was thinking. Adventuring. It's so pretty. It is so pretty. Um, And obviously, like I said, cherry quartz, whatever feels good for Mm -hmm. you. 
But opening this one up, I find for most people, this is the one that's actually blocked because sometimes we don't always say how we feel towards other people. And when we hold that in, it causes resentment and anger and frustration. And so you really need to allow your heart to be healed. When you hold on to that, it is just my personal belief that you will deteriorate the rest of your body. I have like, so many thoughts on that. Oh my God. Care to share with the class, Hillary? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that a lot of issues that we have, um, and I mean the general we, is that we are not... Um, opening our heart to ourselves or to others yes we are not expressing which i know is the next one but still we're not expressing how we feel or what we need in a productive or you know calm manner um yes and really it just leads to a lot of internal suffering and i mean like yeah. i could go on and on about how in our culture especially uh, what I've noticed is there is a denial of um, emotions and there is yes. a lot of e expectations that you push your emotions down. And yes. I just feel like that's really harmful emotionally, mentally, yes. and physically. So, I mean, yes. I could go on for a while on that, but ooh, the heart chakra is and real. <laughs> No, it really is. I've had the most expansive, the most intense sessions when I'm doing this with my heart. Mm. Even though I tell you guys that my solar plexus is blocked most often, when I've gone in to actually heal my heart, I have like the most insane experiences mm. every time. Mm -hmm. So um, this one, though, I do find is blocked for most people. So consider that. Consider getting you some rose quartz, you know? Mm. Just, I honestly, Hillary, every day, you'll be so proud of me. I've been taking baths, like bubble baths, with rose quartz around my entire tub because I have multiple pieces because it's my favorite. Oh my god, that's fantastic. I love that. It's so good. It's like I surround myself with self-love energy. Quick side note. I'm such a hippie. I love hippies. Um, <laughs> me too. Quick side note. Ever since I accidentally got some selenite wet and it broke... I am terrified to put any crystals in in or near water. Oh, it's only that one, though, because it's water-soluble. Right? And, like, I know that, but somewhere inside me, I'm like, but but don't ruin them. And I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just Short silly. story, Hillary put her selenite in this, like, <laughs> stream that we have close to our house to cleanse it. And we weren't thinking. I wasn't thinking. No. And selenite, if you guys are familiar with crystals, is water-soluble. Yeah. So it will just, like, fall apart in water. Not instantaneously, yeah. but because yours was a worry stone, <laughs> it did fall apart instantly. Like so fast. <laughs> it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a time. But you know what? I still took meaning from it. Yeah. And I think totally. that that's, that's the point, is no matter what happens, draw meaning from it. I agree. Right? Anyway, sorry, totally derailed that. No, you were on good. the throat, I think. <laughs> yes. So up next, we have the throat chakra, or... Mm. <laughs> took a sip of tea at the wrong time. Uh, Vishuddha. Vishuddha chakra. Yeah. Very nice. And this one's all about communication, obviously. I mean, that's where we speak yes. from. So this is, this to me is more about speaking your truth mm. than anything. And so you might feel your truth. You might feel your authenticity and you might be sending out energy of forgiving towards people, but you also need to be able to speak it out. Mm -hmm. 
and this correlates to the color blue uh, and the crystals that work best for this are going to be blue lace agates um angelite angelite's crazy i like that stone but she crazy <laughs> um and just anything blue that i believe like even if you have like blue topaz or like aquamarine like any of those would really work for you i personally use angelite but that stone crazy <laughs> I, that's a story for another time <laughs> Um, and then moving into the next one, we have the third eye chakra. Mm, Ajna, Ajna chakra. Yes. And this is all about awareness. And this is located really on, it's not between your eyes. It's like above. It's kind of like right where your brow bone is, but in the middle. Yeah, where your third eye is. Yeah. If, if you're familiar. Yeah, Some you people would need are to know like where that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like center so it's, of your forehead, maybe uh half inch above your eyes does that sound yeah. right that sounds right and actually supposedly if you feel around you can actually feel the dip there's like a dip for it it's very small i can feel mine now i feel like i'm gonna be doing this for a while oh wait is that it <laughs> we're just sitting here touching our foreheads <laughs> We look stupid. <laughs> we look like idiots. Like, you know that thing where they're like, oh, if your hand is bigger than your face, then you're really sick. And you always get someone to put their hand in front of their face, then you hit it. So it hits them in the face. Man, people suck. People are assholes. <laughs> Not you, though. I love you. I think people are good at their core, but we can do asshole things like that. But it reminded me of that. Just like looking like weirdos feeling our forehead. <laughs> true though <laughs> anyway. oh my goodness um and this refers to the color blue and they also refer to it as the brow chakra which this is fine so this is about awareness and i to me this is almost controversial in a way because i also personally believe this is where you connect to your psychic ability but you could also call it your intuition but i also believe intuition is kind of everywhere so depending on how you feel it for yourself um and what was this one called hillary ashna ashna that's right um what would you say when you think of third eye when i think of the third eye i do think intuition um it is absolutely associated with like psychic stuff. Um, yeah. To me, intuition and psychic things are so highly similar. I hardly even differentiate. I also yeah. do think that intuition is um, it's like an inner knowing that's based on picking up little details in your environment that you're unconsciously aware of. And then yes. um, through that you get an intense sense of internal knowledge or wisdom. Um, yes. That's the best way I can describe it. But I do think that, to me, when I think of the third eye chakra, that's what I think of, is intuition. Yeah. So, good one to... Oh, and we have a podcast like you know, on that, too. We do, <laughs> and it was one of our, like, best, in my opinion. It was we were super it was into one of the that funnest. topic. Although it's it was. hard to say what's funnest, because they're all kind of fun. That's true. <laughs> when we get together and talk, it's always it's always a good time. It's true. 
Um, and the crystals that would correspond to this for you or for anyone would be lapis lazuli or laz. Yeah, it's lazuli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. Some people pronounce it as like lazuli, but it's lazuli for sure. <laughs> uh, and also sodalite is going to be a good one here. Again, anything blue. Um, so then lastly, we have the crown chakra. And what one, what's that one referred to as? That's Sahasrara. So there's a lot of, there's two R's real close. So that might've not come through super clearly. (laughs) Sahasrara chakra. Sahasrara. That's fun. Sanskrit (laughs) is just fun, man. It is fun. It's fun. (laughs) And this is really your violet. Um, Did I say third eye was indigo? Apologies if I missed that. Mm. Uh, But the crown chakra is all about spirituality and this would be the color violet. Mm. So I would say, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. This is about your spirituality. (laughs) And everybody has spirituality, even if it's not in the form of worshiping a god or a goddess Mm -hmm. or a deity or organized religion or Mm -hmm. witch practice, whatever. Everybody has some form of spirituality Mm -hmm. to them. Absolutely. So... And this is a lot about connecting with yourself, I think, and your surroundings. Yeah, I I always am reminded of um, transcendence when I think of the yes. Sahasrara chakra. Is it's like um, raising your consciousness level to to be transcendent, uh, which yes. which is why I I notice you know it's it's the top one, it's at the crown of the head, and it's like you're working yes. your way up from the base survival in the root chakra all the way up to the top where it's more about um, the spiritual aspect. You know, it's it's interesting because it's kind of a personal development journey of itself going from the bottom to the top. Started from the bottom, now we're here, That's guys. right. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we at the crown chakra. <laughs> if there is not a meme on this, bitch, we need to make one. I feel like we may have very much offended the artist. I'm sorry. Oh no, we're sorry. We're American. I'm just gonna keep saying that. Painfully oh my gosh, Hillary. <laughs> Hillary, is that like the I'm old thing? I don't know. We're just American. Probably. Like I mean Just educate us. Don't belittle us, okay? <laughs> we're all about the education. Yes. So the crystals that correspond are going to be howlite, uh, labradorite, and amethyst. Um, I will say this in terms of the crown chakra and the brow chakra or the third eye. I do personally believe that you can use amethyst for the third eye as well because it is a stone of psychic ability and enhancing your intuition. Mm -hmm. So use that how you will. I personally don't really use amethyst for the crown. Mm -hmm. So yeah um but yeah those that that's it (laughs) (laughs) definitely i mean that's such good information to have too and um i think we found an article yeah we found an article too that we'll put down in the description that summarizes some of this as well um in case you want like a quick reference guide um yes and as far as homework goes i know i just explained a lot of information (laughs) to your ear holes but um 
I do feel like if this is something that you want to maybe try to be more aligned or figure out your core values, I know Hillary's going to have a lot more to say on meditation, mm -hmm. but to me, this is a very meditative practice mm -hmm. and do what feels good for you, but just give it a try and don't care what anybody thinks. Yes. I feel like some people will be like, you're weird, but honestly, I have had some of the most intense experiences doing this mm -hmm. and I really do feel better. Yeah. So, and I mean, uh, that's the give goal, it a try. right? Like, I mean... If you're feeling better and it works for you, then why care about external judgments, you know? Exactly. Um, and I think what, in terms of homework, I think what we want to get across that I feel like you're saying, Chloe, is um, experiment. You know, try yes. out different things. Find what resonates. Find what works for you. For Chloe, it's chakras and crystals, and that's fantastic. For me, yes. it's meditation and yoga, and that's fantastic. And essential oils. We both cross over on essential oils Love together. essential oils. Love them. <laughs> they're just, they're interesting. Um, but I will say that for me with the meditation and yoga, if, if that's one of the things that you want to try, I would suggest that you really set aside time and space for that um, and look at it as a practice. It's yes. not something that's going to be like super easy the first time and oh my God, my life has changed. No. No. Now, mm. you might have an experience that's similar to that, and that's fantastic. Yes. But it really is a practice. It's not – I mean, when I started meditation, I didn't think I could do it. Like, I legitimately was like, I can't do this. There's no way. I still struggle, personally. Right? <laughs> Flash forward, um, wow, it's been about 10 years since I started Shut meditating. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Hillary. Wow. That's incredible. I didn't realize it had been that long it's for been you. Long, I think that's why I got a little like happy but frustrated when mindfulness became like the trending thing because I was ridiculed for it when I started it. And then. Oh my God. Hillary it, like, is a mindfulness hipster. I've, yeah, I am though. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I even did like research on it and like it's a whole thing but anyway that's a complete side story I was just like everyone's all about it now but they made fun of me before come on <laughs> like, um but I will say that it took a long time it took it took a couple years for me to really get into it and then I found my groove and the thing that was helpful in both meditation and yoga for me is that, um, and I hope that it has this effect on others, is that, yeah, there are actual, like, scientific research-based uh, benefits to your body and your mind, and that's fantastic, yes. absolutely wonderful. But even a deeper part that the research doesn't cover that I experienced was, like I said earlier, it gave me an opportunity to connect with myself in a way that I could not do. I absolutely couldn't connect with myself fully in any other way, but meditation and yoga made that possible. Um, there were other supports that helped. Spending time in nature helped. Um, doing creative projects helped. Going to therapy helped. All of that helped, yeah. but I do credit meditation and yoga with a big piece of getting me to understand who I am, who I want to be what my core pieces are, uh, how I want to live, what I believe, things like that. Uh, because like I said earlier, you are forced to just be with yourself and you're forced yeah. to notice non-judgmentally. Yeah. That's the key. Non-judgmentally notice 
how you talk to yourself, how you feel, what you do, how you think, what you believe. And it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. It's not. Um, But it's fucking worth it. Like, No, it really is, though. Oh, it's so worth it just to focus like that. I look at where I was even two years ago and where I am now. I was actually, I got a new journal this, this past day or so. I don't remember. It was yesterday. What am I saying? And I put my first entry in it and I totally like looked back on the journal that I'd been carrying for the last two years. And I was like, wow. And I wrote about that, how like, I actually feel like I'm who I'm supposed to be right now. And I don't think I've ever really felt this aligned in my whole life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that's, I don't know. I find it to be just an amazing feeling to like, like I am me. And I know that that sounds really basic and weird and kind of nonsensical, but that was a revelation for me is I am me. Also, listen to our podcast on authenticity. Oh my gosh, yes. Authenticity <laughs> is everything. Like, like everything. start there, man, and then come into these habits or do the habits and then go there. Right? I feel like either way, it's a win-win outcome for you. It's so true. And I needed to do these things in order to get to the authenticity piece. But some people, yes. the process might be reversed. Yeah. It's just um, find something that works for you. That's that's the message. Did you... Did you have any other homework you want to give? I just want people to try lots of different things and see what feels good and what resonates. Like if you start doing something new for you and you have some insights that you haven't had before or you have some positive feelings or you notice some changes or something good, right? Yeah. Do those things. Set aside time for those things. Make space for those things. Yes. I love saying that. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Um. And here's the thing. I know we've been a really long-winded with this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and um, We just had a lot to say. And I'm I'm sorry if my chakra thing ran on forever. Yeah, you know, can't stop, won't stop. But you're not wrong. <laughs> but I do want to say, and I think Hillary will be okay with this too, if there's anything that you would like us to explore maybe a little bit more than just the chakra system and like make a sequel to this or a part two. Totally. Can y'all just like write us an email, yeah. even if all the email says is, hey, continue that podcast. Yeah, just like let us um, know. Because we don't really have any other form. Or you, I guess you could go to Twitter too. You could tweet mm-hmm. us at Twin Flames Pod. Yes. Uh, links are always down below for you guys, by the yeah, way. Same so. on Instagram too. Yes. And Facebook. We have a Facebook yeah. group too. It's kind of just like <laughs> Twin Flames Pod is like the go-to. Yeah, that's our thing. Yeah. That's, our, that's the way we do. So... <laughs> Um, let us know if you want more on this because I know Hillary and I really could sit and give like we probably could do an episode on these topics and only give homework. It's true so, though. <laughs> so um, but other than that, I think we're good. So um thank you guys so much for listening. We are so grateful for your time and we just hit two thousand listens Woo! on our podcast. Absolutely amazing. And we're so insanely grateful for each and every one of you that either comes in brand new or you come and listen every week. Mm-hmm. Um, we love you guys so much. We really this, do. This, this thing really brings us a lot of joy. Yeah, so absolutely. Thank you for listening to us and allowing us to do this for you. But um, if you want 
Like I said, please, please, please follow us on all of our socials, links down below. There will also be a couple of photographs that we use today to kind of base all of our chakra stuff off of. If you guys need reference guides, um, I know Hillary had a link that she wanted to throw down below as well. And uh, you can always shoot us an email if you have questions, concerns, comments, whatever you would like to, to tell us. So, oh, and lastly, if you would like to support the podcast, we do have... Um, our main hub is Anchor, and you can come and support us there. Don't ever feel like you have to, but it's always greatly appreciated. We pour that back into our podcast right now. So um, any of it is always appreciated, and we love you guys so much. Just all the love. All the love. Yes, all the love and gratitude. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye.